My name is Drew Joyner, and you're listening to the Beyond the Garment podcast, a podcast dedicated to enriching the lives of others by talking about sustainability, art, fashion, and culture. We hope you enjoy listening to this episode as much as we enjoy creating it. On this week's episode of the Beyond the Garment podcast, allow me to introduce you to Jordan Gavero. Jordan and I connected through Instagram. He's been a supporter of Edward Joyner, and he puts out content daily pertaining to sneakers, life, and fashion. Jordan, how are you doing, man? It's nice to meet you. True. Nice to meet you, too. Finally, man. It's been a while. It's been a minute. Yeah, absolutely. It's, um, I'm glad, you know, that I get to connect with people like you, Jordan, because, like I said, you, you did support EJ. Like, you bought the Mirror Water Bottle, which I truly appreciate, and you know, I didn't really know you before really, you know, going on Instagram and promoting the product. And it's really cool to have it come full circle to have you on the podcast. I think you're going to be a really interesting guest, man. So, um, oh, man, I appreciate it. Hopefully I, uh, yeah, I have words to speak to someone out there who's listening. So. Words of wisdom. <laughs> yeah. Words of wisdom. Right. I love to start out with this question, Jordan, because I think it gives good reference to, you know, who we're talking, who, who's, who I'm talking to and who people are going to be listening to. And that question is, you know, what is your background, Jordan? Where are you from and what was it like growing up as a kid for you? Sure. Um, well, first thing on my mind I can think about background is definitely Long Beach. So um, I, was de- I was born and raised in Long Beach, California. And I, yeah, I've been here ever since. I mean, for 25 years, I've been experiencing life, love, loss, and just, you know, I've seen everything from, you know, just you know, the growth of my, my sister, as well as just, you know, friends I meet constantly at coffee shops. But, right. you know, if we're talking about from like the toddler stance of where I was born and raised, I was born literally in the heart of like West Long Beach, I would say. Um, as a kid, I got to um, dis- discover my passions as is relating to this topic of fashion. Yeah. And as a kid, I would, I would say like, you know, my dad was my biggest influencer in terms of just everything that, you know, that came in and came out of the house, and especially his love for Michael Jordan. Yep. And kind of, <laughs> I just thought about this now. The reason why my name is Jordan is because actually Michael's Jordan. No and way. Because that was his, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, right? And yeah, he obviously, he named, named after him, but also um, biblical reference um, because it's, named after the Jordan River based off of like the stuff that happened within, you know, the river biblically and, you know, all that stuff. But yeah, 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 man, it's, it's cool, dude. I, you know, I cherish my name. I cherish my family lineage and absolutely. I'm I'm a Long Beach native and I just love living here, but yeah, that's, that's where I'm from, dude. For sure. And is, is your whole family from Long Beach or how many siblings do you have? Like, let's dive a little deep, man. Yeah, so um, my sister, I only have one sister. She okay, the one sister. is one sister, my only sibling. She is um, four years younger than me, so I'm the older brother in the family. Yep. Um, in Filipino culture, we call her um, Amr Kuya. Oh, yeah, Kuya. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I have one of my best friends is Filipino, and I call him, he's my big brother, so I call him Kuya all the time. <laughs> Dude, so you know what I mean, right? I mean, yep. it's, it's a, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy, like, you know. I, we, we utilize these terms in Filipino culture. So, you know, out of respect, you know, I obviously I have older, I guess they're not brothers, but I consider them brothers, but yeah. 
they're really good close friends of mine, but they're like a couple of years older than me. Yeah. But I call them Kuyas as well. So it's, you know, it's out of term of respect, but also just like, you know, your elders and just all that stuff. But yeah, man. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, going back to family, I have one sister. Um, I got a mom and a dad that are um, happily together for a good amount of years. That That's awesome. That's just been, yeah, they've just been good. They've been raising us right. You know, I'm blessed to have them in my life. So That's awesome, yeah. man. Amen. Family is so important, especially in times like right now. I mean, we were just, you know, talking before the podcast a little bit about how important it is to kind of cherish the time that you have because of, you know, real world events that are happening. People are losing loved ones all the time. So I'm glad to hear that you're close with your family. That's that's awesome. That's really cool. Appreciate um, that. But your dad was this, this big Michael Jordan fan, and you kind of talk about his influence. When did you start getting into fashion and sneakers? Because I mean, your your content on Instagram uh, is is fun. It's fun to be a part of. It's a fun. It's fun to follow. <laughs> Seriously. Um, oh, thanks, dude. Yeah. So um, you know, sneakers. It's funny. I as a kid is it was never in the back of my mind. It was always in the back of my mind to really you know sneakers and fashion was always in the back of my mind and my dad was just i guess he treated me like a doll like he would constantly (laughs) use me as his like his little fashion mannequin and dress me up with like either michael jordan apparel (laughs) that's awesome um, alan iverson stuff i mean i i even had like the blue penny, um, what do you call it? The phone posits at yep. the time. Phones. I had my own pairs of those as, as a kid. And I, I didn't even know what they were. I just, they were just my recess shoes, you know, like <laughs> the shoes I get from point A to point B to get to class and stuff. So, I yeah. mean, um, yeah, my first pair of shoes, interesting enough, was the Jordan 11. Interesting. It was the, it was the red, um, the black and red colorway. And it was, you know, I didn't, again, I didn't even know of Michael Jordan's lineage at the time. Right. It was just something that, you know, would haunt me to the very end of my life because obviously now I love sneakers, I love fashion, but, you know. For sure. Yeah, I would say my dad is my biggest influence, though, because my dad, he had this OG 80s style that just, you know, I kind of appeal to, kind of like, um, it's not like pop 80s, but more like classy type, um, kind of like, kid in the alley right uh, trading like jacks and stuff you know like all right that, exactly like look you know what i mean but mm-hmm. yeah I, I think my dad is definitely he was the influencer of how i got into everything so that's really interesting because like growing up so you're 25 years old right now so you grew up kind of you know 90s early 2000s kind of era you know big like were you big on sports like did you were you also someone who liked kind of the, the like basketball and things of that nature or you know you kind of express how your dad is you know this big influence on you like did he like did you guys watch sports together like did you guys talk about like what he liked or like did you have to listen to him you know talk about what he likes those kind of things you know what i mean there was a point in time where i really liked to listen and watch sports with him Mm -hmm. but i think there was a point in like elementary school where i discovered no actually middle school my passion started to shift and it's not that I didn't like basketball or sports in general. I still love, like, watching the Lakers and just, you know, I, I have a big L.A. support just for because I live here. Yeah. As well as, um, I don't know if I mentioned this already, my parents were are from San Francisco. Okay, cool. So I'm a big Golden State fan. I mean, I 
obviously with Curry and all that stuff. Tough right. season. Tough season right now. <laughs> I, I know, man. <laughs> That's a whole other discussion, but anyway. <laughs> At least you're still a fan. At least you're still a fan because I no, know. man, yeah. So, so many people probably dropped off because, you know, they're not winning championships. They're not going to win one right this year anyway, so. No, man, and I, you know what? And if they don't win, I mean, I don't care. I'm still ride or die um, Golden State. I mean, I, I can rep them all day because, you know, I'm, I, I go there pretty much like at least twice or three times a year to, for family, and mm-hmm. I, I still feel the family lineage up in there as well. Yeah, but sure. I was never born there, so I can't say like, I don't know. Like, I still have an LA, like LA vibe to myself because yeah. I was born here. So I still have a love. I, I tend to have a more love for the Lakers more, but I still love Golden State. I still rep them regardless. For sure. But for sure, I don't know. For sure. But yeah, man. For sure. For sure. Um, and in talking about your first pair, you said your your first pair was some Jordan 11s. It was some breads. Were that, was that like the first pair of sneakers you owned and you're like, I'm excited to have these or like, or, you know, talk us through like the first time you bought a pair of sneakers, whether it is, you know, middle school, high school, an adult. And you're like, man, these are a nice pair of sneakers. I'm glad to have these. Dude. So obviously if you look at the, the bread 11s today, it's cherished as this you know, this timeless piece that will age like fine wine. And obviously as a, as a toddler, I wouldn't know nothing about it. Cause I, you know, my dad bought it for me, but right, right. at the same time, you know, like it was just another pair of shoes. But if we're talking about for me using my own money to actually buy, um, sneakers, yeah. yep. I guess funny enough, it was when I went to, there's this, um, I had the Swami next to my house, literally down uh, Delamo Street, um, literally not too far from yeah my house. But it's literally a, a place where they have like either knockoffs or just half price, half down, like shoes that are like on sale. Right. And I would go there sometimes after high school and I would try to check out any any deals for the latest shoes. And I wasn't even into like hype shoes. Like I was just, I just needed a pair of kicks to wear on my feet. And right. funny enough, my first pair of shoes that I bought were the Chuck Taylors and it was uh the Converse I mean that alone was kind of like my my introduction into like setting myself a pair of sneakers and utilizing that for everyday wear and and obviously the cool I mean the cool part was there was no like hype label attached to it exactly exactly this is all attached to basically a necessity that I need to get from point A to point B but also it's, you know, obviously, you know, Chuck Taylor, he has a long, he has a long history of being a basketball shoe. Yep. I mean, it's not probably the best shoe to play basketball <laughs> with, but I mean, it's, it has a history and obviously it's reliable for not just shoot a basketball, but for everyday wear. So, and that's, yeah, a, man. that's a, such a humble introduction to sneakers too. I mean, like it's, it's a Chuck's, I mean, if you don't know everyone who knows about Chuck's are shoes that they look good beat up. Um, they, they have this kind of the rustic, like American vintage kind of vibe to them, which is really, I think, awesome, awesome about them. I remember, I remember myself being in high school and when I had my first pair of Chucks, there was this like kind of thing we did in high school, Jordan, where we did like, it was called like Chuck T Tuesdays where like Mm. everyone, not everyone, but like everyone in my like friend group or whatever would wear like Chuck Taylors. And that was kind of, it's interesting because like, I just remember that right now and I'm pulling it back from my memory and I'm like, yeah, I mean, I, Chucks were one of my early pair of sneakers too. And it's just a humble sneaker to, to kind of start off with. So that's really cool. Dude, super, right? Super cool. I mean, 
the Converse is just one of those shoes you got to have at least one pair yeah. to have in your closet, you know? For I have, sure. funny enough, I have one pair that's like dead stock. Like, those are for like my special, special occasions. That's awesome. Like, if I really need a, you know, like I'm at a quinceanera or if I'm at a <laughs> random like kid's birthday party, I want to kind of look fresh, I'll have those. But then I have like one that's like dirt, grime, like literally, like I haven't washed it since like six years so. you have to have one of those pairs i i truly believe that <laughs> yeah amen to that man <laughs> <laughs> so what are like what are some like five sneakers right now that you think you're wearing the most um in terms of like what is your your five sneaker rotation i guess is what i would say yeah man so i have a funny story i mean i've throughout these years of just buying and selling and trading sneakers mm-hmm I mean, I've, I've learned this idea of like, of, you know, I'm, I only have one pair of feet, you know, like I only have yep. two sets, like, you know, like one left Le- and right, left foot, right foot, left and right foot, you yep. know what I mean? Yeah. I'm getting my words up, but mixed <laughs> up. anyways, you know, like, and at the end of the day, like I'm only going to wear the shoes that are constantly going to be touching my feet almost every day. And yeah. I narrowed down my collection to I'm trying my best to get to five. Mm. It's super hard, but I'm right now I'm at 10. It's, it's, uh, you know, it's a, uh, little baby steps, but right Process. now I'm at 10 shoes. But if I were to say five, I mean, I mean, if you, if you guys, if anyone's watched hearing this, like if you go on my Instagram, my current, <laughs> my current posts are mainly about new balance. Yep. So obviously my number one I've been rocking all the time is definitely the 992s. Yep. So, um, yeah, man. I mean, the 992s have just, they've been killing it this year. I mean, New Absolutely. Balance in general. I mean, I've I've seen their constant collaborations, and they just, they just hit it right out of the park. I haven't seen one bad New Balance collaboration so far. Man. Like the 992s in particular are just, they're, they just balanced out the comfort and as well as the stability level. And the colors are just clean. I mean, but yeah, I would say the 992, my personal favorite though, is the Jown color. Mm. So the Jown collaboration is definitely my number one. Um, number two would probably be the, the New Balance 990s. Yeah. So another really good shoe I recommend to anybody who's never owned a New Balance. It's it's probably one of the most iconic New Balances of all time. Because, yeah. you know. Yeah, worn by dads in Ohio and fashion and fashion models in Paris, you know. So exactly. Yeah, so that's my number two. Number three, I would. Man, I hate saying New Balance again, but again, <laughs> there's another. I have another nine nine two, but it's the gray color, so that's like the classic color. Yep. I wore that third, fourth. It's. I don't know if you count this, Drew, but I actually wear my rainbow sandals. Yeah. Pretty. I would count yeah. that. Yeah, absolutely. Dude, thank, yeah, thank you, man. Because, you know, people forget, like, you know, what you put on your feet is technically, it's not a sneaker, but more or less footwear. Exactly. Like, so, so anything that you can put on your feet that can get you from point A to point B is kind of like, I consider in that hemisphere. For sure. But anyways, yeah, rainbow sandals, they, yeah, it's a, in my opinion, it's a staple for any Cali person. So, <laughs> if you're an LA native, you kind of know what I'm talking about. Cali so, vibes, Cali vibes. You already, you already know, man. <laughs> Huntington Beach and Long Beach, you already know, man. Um, anyways, uh, that's that's four, third. Was that fourth? That was four. That was four. That got was it, four. got it. You got it. 
Um, fifth, uh, my Reebok Club C's. Okay. So, um, it's another collaboration, obviously, with um, Jound. It's, um, if you guys go on my Instagram, you probably see it as well. But it's, yeah, this is probably one of the best Reebok. I mean, I mean, there's just something special about this Reebok. I mean, if you're the average hype beast or average, like, you know, person, you're just gonna be like, oh, it's just a plain white shoe. But I mean, if you're like a very detail oriented person, you can tell that someone actually took the time to really, you know, there's fine details in it in the shoe that I really appreciate. And it's this minimalism approach of that shoe, which I really like. Yeah, plus it's comfortable. So I mean, yeah. I love I love the Club C Jones, uh, unbelievable. I mean, your list, and, and this is why I wanted you wanted to have you on the podcast. Your list is, you know, we, we're so similar. I would, I mean, I don't own the same pair of shoes as you, which you should feel blessed that you have the shoes that you have. And but I mean, I love the list, dude. I mean, those are those are awesome pairs of sneakers that, like you said, people who have that attention to detail, um, people who you know, are approaching the sneaker game not just from like not purely from a hype approach who who really care about you know brands that are elevating um the status quo in terms of like just comfortability and quality like those those are the shoes that he mentions right those are the shoes that he's talking to and that i mean they get me excited you know i don't know i get goosebumps i'm weird talking about sneakers like this because i you know i'm a sneaker guy too dude Um, i feel the same way man i mean I, I, it's kind of like a hobby for anything, right? Like people yeah. have hobbies for books. People have hobbies for wine tasting. I mean, every, the list goes on and on. Exactly. Like, if it for sneakers, it shouldn't be no different. Like I get goosebumps knowing that they're gonna create the Jordan One neutral grays, like oh, the eighty five. I can't that wait. Excites me, bro. Yeah. I'm like, I'm excited to know that that's gonna be a reality next year, dude. So yeah. that that gives me goosebumps. So awesome. I get you, man. For sure, and and. You know, kind of shifting the focus from sneakers and talking a little bit about some of the brands that you like too. What is like one brand that you think is you know killing it right now, or someone who you're really enjoying what they're putting out, whether if you're buying it or not? Um, what is what is one brand that you're enjoying? Dude, this is so hard. Um, oh my gosh! I mean, the I just the thing with brands nowadays is. Um, and this is just for me in particular, like I tend to be one of those guys who will look at like either someone on Instagram with that, that fit or someone on Pinterest with that certain look mm-hmm. and I'll be like, yo, I need that top. I need those pants, but at a cheaper price point. <laughs> so, <laughs> so with that context in mind, I, I mean, and I'll get to the brand in just a sec, for but sure. I, you know, for the most part, this is just honorable mention, but I, I tend to thrift a lot. Mm-hmm. So no, uh, pre- predominantly when I'm at the thrift, I look for that fit or that one type of clothing that will match that fit. But at the same time, it's like a utilitarian type fit that will go with any other piece of my collection, if that makes sense. Right. So like if I have a pair of like navy denim jeans and I find it at the thrift, I'm going to be using that pair of navy denim jeans and I'm going to be comparing it to all my different types of clothing in my closet. I'm going to see, all right, this is the one that's going to go with this and that and that. That knocks everything out of the park. So I'm good. I'm going to keep that those pair of jeans and keep it for years to come. Awesome. So, yeah. So with that being said, I mean, 
this, this was an honorable mention because I tend to find brands that have that certain look, but also at a good price point. And this is, yeah, this is different because it's at the thrift. But if we're talking about a brand that I can go to all the time, that's like economically friendly, but also, uh, you know, just has that minimalism approach that I really appreciate and, you know, is kind of local as well, but I would say Uniqlo. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. It's, this was tough because there's other brands I can mention like Jound or, you know, human made or just, I mean, there's other sub brands that I really appreciate as well. Like gardens and seeds, yeah. definitely big honorable mention. Gardens and Seeds, if you're listening, Marco, um, Eric, yeah, you guys, you guys are killing it. Um, yeah, I would say for me personally, though, if I'm, if I need a certain closet look, that's definitely good on price point, but also, you know, that I trust in quality, I definitely go to Uniqlo for sure. For sure. So, yeah, man, it's, it's tough for me because I'm, I, I constantly try not to buy things outside my home because i'm certain i'm really satisfied with the clothes that i have in my closet right now and that's that's an important thing too i think that you know we are talking about consumer goods and we're going to kind of switch over to this next kind of topic which is consumption over consumption and just being a consumer overall and and i think what a lot of people probably are realizing too and i feel like you've come to this realization that there are so many there's so many brands there there's so many products Um, there's so many options and at the end of the day, I mean, I think a lot of people are looking at it in the same way you're looking at it. Um, especially right now when it comes to price, when it comes to quality goods, when it comes to the longevity of those goods, they have to be something that you can wear, you know, when you're 25 and when you're 35 potentially or 25 to 28, you know what I mean? They can't just be like a a trendy, they can be, but like, I think more and more people want goods that just last longer. And so... What I want to ask you is, you know, what do you think about overconsumption? What do you think about consumerism in this consumer society that we live in, especially when it comes to sneakers and when it comes to, you know, fashion, which is trying to sell you something pretty much all the time? Mm. Yeah, dude, this is a tough one, man, because, you know, I'm not I'm not out here trying to, like, dictate how people should, like, use your money or, like, obviously, you know, I'm not here to tell people, like, hey, Stop using your money to buy all those clothes and stuff. Like, I'm, if I hear someone, like, selling me, like, hey, like, I buy this from that certain store, like, all the time, like, cool, that's, that's you. And I, I respect your journey. And I, you know, I want to, I want people to know that, you know, whatever journey you want in terms of consumption or whatever you want to buy in your life, I mean, I really respect that. So. Absolutely. But, but for me, you know, it took me a little while to realize, you know, that, you know, I would say definitely after college was definitely a, a prime moment in my life where I decided where I started to realize how much things I'm consuming. And this not only goes into fashion, but I'm talking about maybe like social media or uh, the news or obviously fashion or just what's trending, you know, like right. my life was all based on like getting feeding in everything and constantly getting things in my mind so I can like process it and, you know, and just be caught up, I guess. So, but anyways, I guess for the fashion sphere, I mean, it, it took me a little while to realize, you know, like there's a pair of, there's actually a white t-shirt I can wear pretty often 
and I don't have to wear, you know, have like 20 of the same shirts like <laughs> with the same color. Like if I can have just one good quality t-shirt over 20 Hanes, like then I'm set, you know? Yeah. And that's kind of like my mindset now. It's like, I'm, I'm okay with having one jacket that will, that will go with every single piece, but that's also good quality, but also is, uh, you know, that at least I don't know where it's coming from as well. And, and if I have that, just that one piece that goes with everything, I'm set. Like, I don't need to buy another jacket of the same color right? or the same different style. Like I'm set with that one. So hopefully that makes sense. But for me, like, I guess it took a lot of pitfalls in my life um, to really see that, um, you know, that I can be saving a lot of money with just the clothes that I have right now. And, you know, also, I mean, you heard, everyone's heard this term before, but quality over quantity, you know, yeah. like investing in pieces that, that will last for a lifetime. Yeah. And definitely, you know, I, I keep those pieces, especially like, um, I would say, especially like vintage clothes or I love like single stitch clothes. And a lot of those single stitch tees like have this, I don't know, there's history behind it, but also there's just a comfortability factor of it because it's single stitch um and just the fit is right so i can understand why an old guy would be wearing like his shirt from the 1990s or 80s because you know, that works for him and it lasts for a long time it does so it does that's why yeah and i and this is something i mean side topic but no go ahead. I, I look at a lot of like senior citizens and a lot i love like seeing you know the old like grandpas that you know at coffee shops or random grocery stores and they're wearing these kind of clothes that you would you know probably see them wear typically often and they look you know like it's that standard look of a dad but i can understand why they have that look it's because they have those clothes that they probably had for years you know and it and it fits them for years to come hopefully that makes sense but Mm -hmm. i kind of want to be that person who has those that that closet who was willing to keep wearing that for years to come, but also have a little bit of hype on the feet as well. Of course, <laughs> um, of course. That it's, I mean, I, that's that's kind of what, what makes me stand out a little bit. But other than that, I mean, I'm going back to the minimalism overconsumption part. Um, I just really think it's important for people to realize, you know, yeah, you should, I, I think it's, I think it's important for people to know that it's okay to be satisfied with what you have in front of you whether it be just the clothes you have, the people you have, um, the food that you have. I mean, the list can go on. I mean, the more I, the more I consume, the more, you know, gross I feel. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's, that's kind of my mentality of it, but I'm realizing, you know, material goods is not my main motivation as it used to be. Now it's more or less, uh, just life in front of me. So that's awesome. And I think that that's kind of when I heard you kind of said similar things on your your most recent YouTube video. And, you know, in that moment, you probably don't know this, but in the moment I was watching your YouTube video and you said something similar to what you just said. And I was like, you know, this is someone I want to have on the podcast, because I think that a lot of times people um, are always looking for what's next. How can I get what's next or stay ahead? And there's this really interesting uh, highs in the body article that I saw. Um, and yeah, it, I saw that one too. You yeah. saw, do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. It's one. It was one. Of, I can't remember the exact title. It was like how fashion basically is built on 
like self-consciousness, self, right? Yeah, being self-conscious, like a, a, an inner insecurity. And I like that, that like that just hit home for me because I think a lot of times what people do is they, they buy the things, you know, for validation. Right? Yep. Um, and that validation is short lived because there's always there's always going to be something new. Like they're always going to improve on, you know, a design feature. Or they're going to say that this design feature is better than the. I mean, even with Edward Joyner, we're always going to say that this design is better than the last one because that's just the nature of the game. Right. Like. No, no one's gonna want a product if I say that you know it's worse than what we what we did previously. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Um, and so, but I I want to end off with this question, and and the question is, you know, what is one piece of advice you would give to someone who seeks to find validation in material possessions? Yeah, man. Um, you know, like for someone who's in that um, that hemisphere, you know, like or that. I guess that mindset, you know, I guess I, my advice to you is to look in front of you. Um, cause there's things outside beyond the screen or beyond your clothes that's, you know, waiting for you. And I think what I've come to realize, you know, is that there's more to life than just material goods. Like, there's actual people who want want to listen to you, want to hear your story, just like you, Drew. And I, I really think there's more, you know, I feel like life is so short. And I feel like if you just look in front of you, whether it be the person in front of you or the skies or your coffee cup, I mean, <laughs> there's so much so much to be explored and I feel like time is so precious you know like I feel like do you have an opportunity to really like to really improve your life with with um with just being with maybe maybe not with others but that's another um that's another way to look at it but I guess there's there's just a way to better your life through through other things that are worth more in quality, I guess, if that makes sense. Again, going back to this idea of quality over quantity, like there's quality things you can do to make your time last longer. And I guess you can, I guess in a way you can, you can seek validation, maybe not through that, I guess, through not clothing, but more or less, uh, I guess there's just things that, here, I'm going to scratch that. I feel like there's, in a way, there's better things to invest in. Right. And I feel like people can really invest their time in something that can bring them satisfaction in, you know, in life and good well-being. And for me personally, it was through my faith. And I found out that I don't have to be validation. I don't have to see validation through others or through clothing or materials, but more or less my faith in, in God and Jesus. But, you know, that was for me. But if I'm talking sure. to you, like, you know, I'm just, just know, like, there's, there's someone out there who's willing to listen to you, who's willing to invest in you, and you can do the same thing with others as well. And I feel like if you can take that, that step to invest in, in just whatever you believe is right and true, then I feel like you can be in a, in a place where you don't need to be validated. 
from a, from this this world. So that's awesome. Hopefully that makes sense. No, yeah, it's awesome, dude. It's awesome, Jordan. Um, and I think self awareness is a huge part of that too. I think everyone is everyone is on their own journey through life, and you have to be aware of you know the things that are playing a role in your life and, and evaluate those things and make decisions and, and and make changes if need be based on those things. Um, but Jordan, it was it was a pleasure to have you on the podcast, man, for real. Dude. Um, where can people find out more about you, right? How can people connect with you, whether it's through social media, through whatever, whatever other things you got going on? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah. Um, well, you guys can find me through my YouTube channel, obviously, just, uh, if you're looking at the title, you'll see my full name. It's Jordan Guerrero. Just Type that in on YouTube and you'll find a random Filipino guy <laughs> talking about uh, sne- sneakers, minimalism, fashion. And I'm hoping to make a new video sometime next week. But um, yeah, you can find me through there. Um, I have a mood board type page that's kind of weird that Drew was talking about. It's um, it's literally JJJJ and then it's Orden G. So <laughs> weird. And I'm sure. I'm sure Jordan. We'll, we'll, Jordan. We'll, your, you know, like Jown, pretty yeah, much. So exactly like Jown, exactly. Just like Jown, obviously. So, but anyways, yeah, Drew, this was awesome, man. I appreciate you just having me on this podcast. It's it's a blessing, and it's just a uh, it's a good time, man. Yeah, absolutely. I like I said, I appreciate your support for with Edward Joiner, and hopefully we can have another conversation, man. It was it was a blessing to have you. Dude, the conversation never stops. So I'm I'm looking forward to our next combo. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Beyond the Garment podcast. We hope you gained some value from it. Wherever you are in the world, have a wonderful rest of your day, and we'll see you next time.